This is All the Right Marketing, a publishing podcast by Cardinal Rule Press. Now, here's your host, Maria Desmondi. My name is Maria Desmondi, and this is the agent interview series, more people coming in. And um, I am the publisher over at Cardinal Rule Press, and we support a lot of, thank you, we support a lot of writers and a lot of aspiring writers, and we get a lot of questions. So what we try to do to help our community is provide things like the agent interview series. Oh, let me mute everybody who's tuning in here. Um, so yeah, we like to really support uh, the community. And one way we did that this summer, we had a librarian and bookseller interview series where people were able to ask questions and talk about what they're doing for changes. What are they uh, during COVID-19? What were some of the um, their buying techniques? What kind of books are they looking for? What kind of books are trending in the market? So today we are doing an interview series with Caitlin Sanchez. And without further ado, I'm just gonna go ahead and have her introduce herself hello i'm gonna hello got it okay nice to see some familiar names here thank you guys for coming uh, my name is caitlin sanchez i am over in california hence the reason i threw up my background with a golden gate um, i am a mom a wife i'm now an associate agent at Allswinger Literary. I am also a writer of picture books myself, um, aiming for the funny right now, um, rep represented by Joyce Sweeney, the amazing. And I'm also- Ooh, we are also hold on, we're also interviewing Joyce. So I need to just pop in and say that. Yes. Yes, I think next, next week or the week after. So I'm sorry, go ahead, continue, continue. Yep, that was it. So the other thing is I'm a middle school math teacher and I uh, guess people always ask me, like, how can you do so many things? And my best analogy is, you know, I was the kid that like woke up, went to school, went to practice for whatever sport I was doing at school, and then went to soccer travel practice and then went home and did homework and passed out. So like, I'm just like a go, go, go kind of person. And you thrive on that. You thrive on that. And some people do, right? And if you know your limits. Exactly. So Caitlin, let's, let's give the audience um, a quick picture of your background. So you... I mean, you do a lot of things. So what were you intending on doing before? So I, um, I'm one of those people that like, uh, once I kind of have my mindset on something, it's going to happen. Um, I, so when I was in, when I was a really little kid, I decided I wanted to be a people doctor, an animal doctor and a writer in my spare time. And I didn't understand why people laughed at that. Um, but apparently that would be really hard to do. Um, and so then in third grade, I actually had this phenomenal teacher that somehow like harnessed my like craziness and I started loving school. Not that I didn't like it before, but I just was kind of like an all over the place kind of person. Um, and so ever since third grade, I decided I'm going to be a teacher. And so every year as I went through school, uh, I was like, oh, now I'm going to be a fourth grade teacher. Now I'm going to be a sixth grade, you know, and in middle school, I told my parents, you know, once they've sectioned off into subjects, I said, you know, I want, I don't know if I want to do math or science. And so um, my dad, of course, um, didn't, my parents never sway me to anything. They always tried to just give me information and let me make my own decisions. And so of course my dad looked it up and he printed out some information and said, look, it looks like they're gonna need science and math teachers when you are gonna be older. So just so you know, so I was like, okay, I'll be a math teacher. <laughs> and so that's what I went to school for. Um, I actually, my senior year of high school, I had this huge um, 
like freak out where I was like calculus was kicking my butt and I told my calculus teacher I was like but I've always wanted to teach math how can I teach math if I you know can't even do this and there's two more courses I have to do in college oh my gosh and she was like Caitlin that's actually better if you struggle because your students are going to struggle and you need to understand how to communicate that to them and so <laughs> I'm pretty sure I might have called her at one point during college and she like gave me another pep talk um, <laughs> so you graduated and went into teaching yep so I graduated with my math degree I still don't know how exactly I did that um, and then I went to college got my credential and started teaching and then just about three years ago um, when my, a little bit after my daughter was born, my mom was like, oh, sorry, those are my lights. <laughs> okay. I forgot to warn you. That's okay. Those of you tuning in on the Zoom call, feel free to ask questions and I can chime in and relay those to Caitlin. So about three years ago, we're on the journey of her becoming a literary agent. So three years ago, um, my daughter was about one and I was making up fun you know rhymes and stories for my daughter like my father always did and still does to this day um and so my mom was like oh you should be a children's book writer and i was just like brush it off like oh that was like a mom's compliment they think we can do anything right so um but then i had a friend who like what went to college with me i was like hey guys i wrote this book can you guys like help me with it and you know let me know if it's good to submit and stuff and i was like hmm my friend could do this. My mom's encouraging me. Maybe I'll give it a shot. <laughs> so I started writing myself. I did all the follies that everyone else does. You know, I started writing in rhyme. I didn't do my research, you know, all those great things. Um, and I did submit to publishers directly and I did get some responses and they said, you know, like they like the idea, but it's not the right fit for them. And once I got, you know, a few of those, I realized there must be something I'm missing. And so I discovered Kidlet 411, SCBWI, all that stuff, and um, totally got into the community, was having a blast, um, ended up having, I want to say maybe like nine critique groups at some point, because I just really <laughs> loved doing that. And then I okay, still- okay, so We're going to pause real quick, okay. and I'm going to point out the fact that um, you shared with a critique group, and you got actively involved, Kidlet, SCBWI, and several critique groups. And then you also said something before you listened to the feedback you got and you said, hold on a second. I must not be doing something right. So those are three really great tips. Now we can well, carry on. <laughs> Learn from experience, guys. <laughs> um, so how did, did you get published with your agent? Um, let's see where you went next. So, um, so then I actually started doing um, some competitions i started going to or participating in like blog contests so susanna hill and vivian kirkfield have these amazing contests susanna has them all throughout the year uh, vivian kirkfield is in uh, i want to say march ish um and i just loved doing those and one of my friends and i in my critique group were like there's not one happening this month what are we going to do and she's like oh let's do one in our own group and i was like or we could take it to the masses. And so Sierra O'Neill and I teamed up and created the Spring Fling Writing Contest. And I had so much fun with it, like reading all these amazing stories and then connecting them with people in the writing community that I was like, oh, this is, this is such a cool thing. And then I realized, oh, that's what agents do, isn't it? And so I had a few critique partners that kind of led me in the right direction. You know, I like asked them how they became, um, 
interns at their agencies and things like that. And I didn't think it'd be possible out here in California, um, especially because I live in the Central Valley. And there is one publishing company, Familius is in the Central Valley. Um, and then of course, Chronicle is out in the Bay Area where my background yeah. is. Um, but I just didn't think it'd be possible because we're, you know, family settled down and everything. Um, but there was a few remote internships and Anna was one of the ones who was generous enough to take me on and take me under her wing. And at that point I was with um, another agency and my agent actually ended up having some circumstances where she had to leave um, the uh, agency. And so I started looking for a new agent and I was super lucky that through one of the contests that I was lucky enough to be a finalist in Mindy Els Weiss. Um, I hope I said your name right, sweetheart. Um, she said, I was asking her how she liked the Seymour agency because she had just signed on and she was like, oh, well, Joyce would love you. Like, let's, why don't you submit to her? So I was like, interesting. Okay. So this is really interesting. At the same time that you were becoming an intern, you were okay. signing, you were signing with your own agent. This is I'm loving this. This is so cool. Isn't it um, crazy? <laughs> it's crazy. And then can you tell me what month is the Spring Fling Kidlet contest in? What month? Uh, I'm pretty sure that's April because I think we wanted to do it after Vivian. So our, that's in April. And then right now we just finished submissions and we're still deliberating on our fall writing frenzy. And um, we also did a Kidlet Zombie Week in June. And everyone's I was like, going to say, I, I have notes here. I'm like, wait a second. We're not done talking about this. You have the Kidlet Writing Frenzy, which is October or September. Yep, October. So it's happening now. So they can still go read the entries. We have 353 entries and people can only enter once. So that's uh, 53 people. That's beautiful. And then your co-creator, co-host of the Kidlet Zombie Week. So can you tell us, because this is wonderful. We haven't had anyone talking about these writing contests. So I think writers are going to really... Um, find this valuable. So tell us a little bit about the Kidlet Zombie Week. That one was the inspiration of actually one of my clients, Jolene Gutierrez, who is also one of my critique partners in that, that group. So that is, uh, that is headed up by um, six ladies and a man you script because we have one man, one male. And uh, he came up with that title. So he's That's a awesome. man in manuscript. That's so cool. <laughs> yeah. You and so you're great. <laughs> Right? I, I go to him every time I need to figure out a title, Mike, what's my title going to be here? And he's like, well, we could try this. He's just pop, pop, pop genius. Uh, and he's also at the Seymour agency. So they're snapping up the good ones. <laughs> um, but yeah, so Jolene um, actually read uh, an article by our friend Brian Grelian. Again, if I butchered your name, sorry. This is what this is the drawbacks of online. Um, yeah. <laughs> but he had written about his first book. And so his first book was um, is coming out soon with FSG and it was an auction even. And it happened where <clears throat> he was like signed with his agent. Um, they were figuring out what to go out with first. And he just on a whim decided to pull something out of his like drawer, not physically, I don't think, but essentially like something that he had put away that he thought, oh, no one's ever going to like it. And he just sent it to her on a whim and she loved it. They went out with it. It was his first sale at an auction. And we were just like, oh, and we all have those stories that we have, like we worked on for a while and we're like, mm, that's dead, put that away. And, you know, so we wanted, so Jolene was like, we should figure out how to revive those and let's get other people involved, you know? So our whole group worked together to make it happen. And people in the community were so great. We actually started out with some cool prizes and then we had other people like, you know, 
messaging us, emailing us, going, oh, do you need more prizes? You know, I want to get involved somehow. And we had we had some blog posts that we did talking about different things. And then we also had some guest blog posts from people like um, I'm in the Transmedia Mutts um, Facebook group headed by Jocelyn okay. Rich. And her and her brother actually got a, um, a like, not a scholarship, what's the word? Sponsorship? Something like that. Some they, they won some kind of money so that they could do this Grant. program. Grant, that's probably what it is. Uh -huh. we'll have, I'll have to ask Joshua. Um, but so that they could teach people how to pitch. And that's what the whole Facebook group was for. And after that, the funding was up, she just kept the Facebook group open. And now it's just a great place for us to help each other, like figure out pitches and stuff. So I had her do a guest post about how to pitch because I had no awesome. idea either. She taught me and I was just like, I can't tell people how you taught me, you teach them. <laughs> yeah. You know, and I know we have to be careful of your time, but I, can we dig a little bit deeper for people? Cause you've mentioned so many kid lit contests. Um, and I know there's contests out there for middle grade and um, adult, but can you tell us a little bit more? What are like, could you walk through the steps of a contest? What does it look like for a writer? Yeah, so it totally depends on the type of contest. So for instance, the contests um, that ours are modeled after are, um, originated from Susanna Hill and her main goals were to um, get people to focus on working on a deadline, um, cutting your word count, and connecting and um, also getting your blog and website up. So like she probably has even more goals, but those are the ones that I could think of off the top of my head. And so the way that she does it is she posts some, she posts um, on, a, on her blog, um, all the information about the contest. She posts um, all the things you can win, all these prizes, which are, you know, like books, uh, as sometimes they're craft books, sometimes they're, you know, just regular books. Sometimes it's, um, uh, like a 10 minute like pitch thing to editors or like a critique from other writers, things like that. And um, so you read that blog post and then the way that most of hers work and she did a new one this year that had a twist on it too. Um, but most of hers are like, you need to get these three words into a story with this theme and you have this many words. So usually hers are like 150, 250 kind of limits and you have to post it at this time. So then she'll make a um, like a form live on the website and you fill out the form with like your name and the title and the entry and things like that and you link it to your blog and that way people come back and see it and they click your blog and go to your blog and you get subscribers and you wow. introduce people to your website and so that's kind of how it works and then she actually usually also does like a voting at the end so her and her um, assistants narrow it down to I want to say like the top 10 or something and then they you can vote and so they vote and whoever is the top one wins and they get to choose the best prize that they want so that's how her now, works. that is so cool and now tell me how would an agent be involved because you had said some of the agents are scooping up these stories so for some of these contests are agents the judges and then they're able to reach out to a writer and say I liked what you submitted is that they, correct they definitely could but um the, I think the swooping up was about Mike and that was just, you know, he's just cool. Um, I'm pretty sure okay. that was a typical query, but um, they can. So like for Susanna, some of the prices are agent or editor um, critiques. And so if they send something to them for a critique and they're like, oh, dang, I like this, then they might pick them up. <laughs> you know, that would be the, um, their own. So what I'm hearing, because no one has spoken about this. And so I'm so glad that you, and I think this is coming from your author and agent, you know, that knowledge. But um, 
I think that getting involved in these contests can be really great for networking. And like you said, with Susanna's contest, connecting is a big part of it. So everybody who enters, you're going to be connected through the contest rules. I love that. Exactly. So we have a question and um, then I won't keep you much longer because I know um, our time difference, you're on your lunch break here. Um, on becoming an agent, do you think being an author made you more or less appealing to agencies when you were looking for that position or that internship? Oh, that's so great. Um, I, I would have to ask Anna to know for sure because she's the one who I um, submitted to. But I mean, oh. I had no experience except for that, except for, you know, like I had... Um, obviously like been in critique group. So like when I made my resume, I, you know, put some of this stuff on there, you know, I've been involved in contests. I, I was a finalist in certain contests, honorable mentions and other contests. And um, I had, you know, gotten my own publication. I uh, obtained my own agent from that publication. So I would think that maybe that's kind of like, okay, you might not have gone to school for this, but you do understand the industry. Um, but I couldn't tell you for certain unless I asked her and I never, I never asked her. I was just like, thank you. Thank you for having me. <laughs> <laughs> well, and I think it's a great question. And I'll tell everyone I'm a publisher and I did not go to college to become a publisher. I was a teacher by trade teacher. Um, I know I taught for 12 years and then I started writing and I loved the process and I wanted the limelight off of myself and I want, oh. I missed teaching. And so part of what I do as a publisher is I educate the authors we take on, on building their brand and marketing. So I think knowing the industry is a big part of it. So I think hopefully that helps answers um, Holly's question. Thank you, Caitlin. Good luck on your journeys. And I appreciate you sharing all of this with our community. It was so nice connecting with you. Had so much fun. Thank you guys all for coming. Awesome. Thanks again. We'll talk soon. Cardinal Rule Press offers a variety of support to authors, booksellers, librarians, and families. Find out more at cardinalrulepress.com.